the blood apply. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Praise you, Lord. I'm singing that song, Lord, an oldie from the past. Lord, I love it. Praise the Lord. We saw the light. You chose each to, to show each and every one of us the light. And here we are walking in the light to this day. Lord, we so thank you. We so thank you, Lord, for showing us the light. We were walking in darkness. We were headed for the kingdom of Satan instead of the kingdom of God. And, Father, now we are children of yours, a bride waiting to be, be taken up and gathered into the heavens with you. Lord, thank you because we saw the light. Lord, your word is so clear that the light needs to be seen. And Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, I am the light of the world. And you are lights to shine in the world. Don't hide their lights under a bushel. So it's time for us Christians to become come alive and walk in you, not being ashamed, but telling everybody about our great, awesome Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for showing us the light. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving us the courage to say yes, and to you be the glory for all of our lives. In Jesus' name, Lord God Almighty, amen and amen. For those of you who just tuned in, you're listening to Freedom Church in the Palm Beaches. I'm Pastor Joe Trapani. We're glad you're here. You can go to our website, Freedom Church PB. stands for palmbeach.org. Freedomchurchpb.org. Check us out, what we believe in, uh, where we meet. You can check out any of our messages from years past past you can even go online and donate should the lord lead you and uh for those here again there's uh boxes in the back uh for supporting the ministry of god for every believer in every church church goes on and you need to keep supporting your churches if you're staying home because of the indignation that seems to be going around the world but um still need to get to church. You still need to support your church. You know, there's a mailman. He can deliver, you know, um, envelopes to your church so you can support the work of the ministry. The missionaries are still out there. They're still doing the work, and they need support. As we, as we preach the gospel here in America, we're saturated in America with the gospel. Most people heard about Yeshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, but you know, we're kind of uh, almost getting post-Christianity in America. Other countries are sending missionaries to America now. That's a disgrace. We used to be the missionary church of the world and send out missionaries into all the world. It's time for us to wake up, and I think that's what God was is trying to uh, say to us, even though this um, indignation is passing in the world. He's trying to lead us back, not keep us away. The devil's trying to keep you away. It's God trying to lead you back home, lead you to your first love. Come back again and remember the light that you once had that seems to be getting this extinguished a little bit. You've got to come back to the Lord on fire. 
Because when Jesus baptizes, he baptizes you with the Holy Spirit and fire. That means you're contagious. That means not contagious with some kind of disease or anything like that or flu, but contagious for Jesus. Because there's other Christians out there that, that are just a spark. And if you're alive and on fire for Jesus, man, they're going to burst into flames again. So keep preaching the gospel. For those of you um, that are online, um, we're at 2810 High Paluxo Road, Lantana, Florida, half a mile west of I-95 on the north side of the road. Come by and see us if you're local. On Thursday nights, we've been studying in Genesis, uh, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We're on chapter 41, so we're, we're, uh, we've been on this pretty long. And on Sunday, we are doing chapter by chapter, verse by verse in the book of Matthew, and we will be on chapter 6 on Sunday. Chapter 6 on Sunday. And there's a lot of things in that chapter that the church has um, kind of fell away from. You know, uh, what can I say? You'll find out on Sunday. Tune in and or come by. Okay? Uh, Matthew chapter uh, five, 6 on Sunday and Genesis 41 tonight. So um, open your Bibles with me. Okay, I had the chapter. But in the next several chapters coming up, we, we just started on Joseph. We saw him in Potiphar's house as, as in charge of the entire house. We saw that he, how he fled from, from a sin of adultery. We find out that that cost him uh, a present term. Uh, we found out that, you know, um, that in the prison, he was there for probably at least 12 years. At least 12 years. So, um, you know, when he was taken into Egypt, he was 17 years old. We're going to find out tonight, when Pharaoh called him to interpret a dream, he was 30 years old. That puts him at 13 years, divided up between the prison and Potiphar's house. He most likely had been in the prison. We're going to find out that two years went by since the baker told Pharaoh, no, I'm sorry, the cup holder told Pharaoh about the dream interpreter in the, in the prison. That was two years after. So he was in prison for pr at least three years, maybe maybe more than that. Okay? So we're going to see in the next chapters coming up, we're going to see reconciliation between Joseph and his brothers who sold him into slavery. The key verse is going to be in these next five chapters is going to be Genesis 45, 7. And God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. And we're going to see as the chapters go on, there's going to be uh, uh, seven years of plenty, seven years of, of disaster, and, uh, and uh, he's going to save the nations of Egypt and the Hebrew nations and many other nations because of God was showing Pharaoh what to do. And, of course, he gave Joseph the interpretation. There's many more typologies 
I told you, you know, studying through Genesis, I brought out to you types of Christ shown in the Old Testament in Genesis. I brought out to you, you know, pictures of a painting of the Lamb of God. I, you know, I showed you many things. And tonight there's going to be more foreshadowings of, of Christ in Joseph. At this point... When this chapter starts, Joseph is 30 years old. As I mentioned, sold into slavery at 17 by his brothers. And two years in the prison, minimal, most likely at least three, four, five years in prison. Enough to get discouraged. But he was in a foreign land amongst foreign people, uh, people that he didn't know, customs that he didn't have, but he held on to Yahweh, the God of his father, Judah and Isaac and and Abraham. He held on to his faith in a foreign land. That means if you're surrounded by unbelievers in your workplace, you can still hold on to the Lord Jesus Christ. He probably was made fun of. Who knows? Maybe you're make, being made fun of, but you need to hold on to Jesus. We've covered that in uh, Matthew chapter or Luke chapter 6 on Sunday, that blessed are you when men hate you and spurn your name for evil and ostracize you for the name of Jesus Christ. For he, God says to jump and leap for joy, church, because great is your reward in heaven when you're persecuted for Jesus' name. After 41, so far we saw six steps of uh, Joseph. He's the favored son in Genesis chapter 37. You know, he, he has two dreams in these chapters. One, one dream was the sheaves. There was 11 sheaves, and they bowed down to Joseph. His sheaf rose, sheaf rose up above all the rest. And the brothers hated him because, because he was claiming that they were going to bow down before him. And you're going to see what God says will happen. It will happen. And these these brothers of his will be bowing down before Joseph. And even one of the other dreams that Joseph had, you remember the star, the sun, the star, the moon, and the stars will be bowing down to Joseph. And he told that to his father, and his father said, yeah, like I'm going to bow down to you. Yeah, right. You know, they were taking it, they don't take God wor God's word seriously. But Jacob did ponder these words in his heart. Judah, I'm sorry, did ponder these in his heart, just like Mary. You know, when, when, when all these things happened on, on uh, the birth of Christ, she pondered these things in her heart. You have to believe. You have to believe. Joseph hung on to these dreams he had, the sheaves, and the sun, moon, and stars bowing down to him. The sun was dad, the moon is mother, and the, and the stars are his, his brothers. They will happen. If God told you something and you're absolutely sure it was God, you hang on to it. That better line up with the scriptures, though. Okay? Then you know it's God. You hang on to it. Joseph is hanging on to these years, these four at least seven, 13 years now, okay? And it's going to be another seven, eight, nine, ten years before the dreams come to fruition, okay? 
Joseph's hanging on to those dreams because he knows that God gave them those dreams. And if God told you something, as you read the Word and the Holy Spirit illuminates something to you, and you're sure that it's sure that it's sure that it is the Lord speaking to you, you hang on to it. As long as it lines up with Scripture. If it don't line up with Scripture, then I'm um, sorry, it isn't true. So, he's the favored son. Remember, his brothers hated him because Dad made him a coat of many colors. Probably a colorful coat, but it was long-sleeved, which means that showed that it, he was more like the birthright. The guy, the birthright's going to go to him. So his brothers even hated him more. He saw, we saw him as a faithful steward. His selfers at Potiphar's house, his self-control over Potiphar's wife making, you know, trying to sleep with him, and he kept turning her down, turning her down, turning her down. That's a man of integrity. How can I do this and sin against my God? Is the way he's thinking. You know, he's forgotten servant. Now he's in a cell. And we find out he's in there for probably many years, at least two, three, four, five, six, seven even. You know, he's, he's a forgotten service. But he still is learning. He's leading. He's learning administration skills. He's learning leadership skills in Potiphar's house. He's learning leadership skills in the prison. And God is raising him up and teaching him and gifting him, him for a purpose that's going to save nations, not just one person. Nations will be saved. He's forgotten, but he didn't forget his God. The butler and the, and the baker were thrown into prison because Pharaoh was furious with them. We saw that the butler and the baker both had dreams, and Joseph interpreted those dreams, giving all glory to God. He told them, God's the interpreter of dreams. Let me tell me the dreams, and I'll, you know, and God will show you the answer. And sure enough, it did, it came to be exactly as, as Joseph said, in three days. We're going to see him in the chapters in the future as the forgiving saint. He forgave his brothers who sold them into slavery for 20 pieces of silver. He forgave them. So let's read the first eight verses of chapter um, 41. I'll read for the New King James here tonight. Then it come, came to pass at the end of two full years, remember, the end of two full years was the baker and the butler, okay, were brought to Pharaoh. The dreams were interpreted. The butler was again taking the cup and giving the cup to Pharaoh, and the baker was hanged, and which was a fulfillment of the dreams. So, but Joseph said to the butler on the way out, he said, remember me when you stand before Pharaoh, but he forgot all about him. And this is what it says here, it came to pass at the end of two full years. So two full years went by, the butler never said anything to Pharaoh. You're going to see him kind of repent in this chapter. Two full years passed that Pharaoh had a dream, and behold, he stood by a river, and suddenly there came up out of the river seven cows. Your King James says K-I-N-E. That stands for cows. It's kind. I guess that's a, a Hebrew word or an Egyptian word. Seven cows came up after them out of the river, ugly and gaunt, 
and stood by the cows on the bank of the river. And the ugly and the gaunt cows ate up the seven fine-looking and fat cows. So Pharaoh awoke. He slept and dreamed.